Um, but all right, Jamila, welcome back. Here we are. The challenge is in 37, episode 8, called The Threat. Now, I don't know about you, but after I watched this episode, I was like, wow. So we finally got a solid episode this week where it wasn't drawn out about drama or like, you know, a challenge or a daily drawn out or chopped up or we don't see everybody. We got to see everybody compete. We got a really good deliberation. We got a good elimination. We got a good daily challenge. I think it was a, it was good. I have one complaint, but overall, I feel like it was like the best episode. What do you think? I think it, it definitely is like one of the better episodes of the season. I did think it was like a little bit drawn out to get to the ending, but the conclusion of this episode, this is the, what we have wanted. This is what we have been waiting on. Actual competition. Yes. Yeah, because... Okay, so I was watching with my boyfriend, and he was like, yo, why don't the rookies just shake it up? Like, what are they scared? I'm like, I think they are, or they think they have to do things a certain kind of way. And I'm like, they had the numbers on their side to begin with. Yes, and they they let it fall down. Yeah, they never utilized it. And it just really irritated me, because I was just thinking, y'all really had this in the beginning, and you guys just couldn't see how to get there or didn't want to listen to certain people and how to get there, you know? But yeah. yeah, this episode for me so far is the best and I'm hoping to see even better ones. I, I like that we had a lot of people stepping up and taking accountability in this episode or, you know, wanting to set their own challenge path. You know, yeah. Jeremiah, I really like that. We got to see, like, we got to see more about him this episode, actually getting him talking full sentences. It was like, whoa, screen time. <laughs> He can actually speak? Well, what? He has words. What I didn't like about this episode, though, a little side note, it was like the work, they had these workout scenes with them lounging by the pool. And it was just, it, that just stretched on too long for me. I'm like, this is yes, yeah. I don't care about that. I really don't care about this. Like, the whole Amber and Josh saga, and even like at the club where Amber is talking to Casey and them, and she's like clearly drunk, talking about throwing herself in just so that she can be closer to Jeremiah, basically. So, like, if Jeremiah stays and they both stay together, if he goes home, they both go home together. But, like, I I don't dislike Amber, but I also don't need to see her. <laughs> I didn't see the point of her saying that. And I will say what Casey said in her confessional of, like, okay, Amber, we get it. You won last season, dot, dot, dot. And then, like, come on, you don't really want to throw yourself in. You're just saying it. And then tomorrow you'll be saying you never said that. And that's exactly what happened, you know? Casey was like, yeah. She was like, I never said I wanted to go. And I was like, girl, you t- you totally did. It was on camera. Yeah, I, I honestly think that that was, like, primarily fueled by alcohol and then, like, a little bit of, like, challenge lust for Jeremiah because, like, they do have a showmance going on right now, but, yeah, but stop it. Yeah, but a million dollars. Okay, then right now I'm like, I just met you, sir. Girl, not a soul in this world. I can I can see you when the show's over, uh, but right now exactly. I'm trying to get this bag, <laughs> take care of these bills. If we could be married for thirty years. I'm sorry, boo. I'm gonna have to see you at home. Let me get this money later. You said a million, one million. <laughs> All right. Okay. So previously on episode seven, we got um, Emmy and TT became partners, and Huey and Bernie became partners, and uh, Bernie Berna feels slighted by the choice that Emmy made. Um, I don't really feel like Emmy did anything wrong. I think she just kind of played her own game and like it was, that's how it was. And I don't think Berna should be surprised. I think if someone's your friend or not, especially a new friend, you literally just made sure like a couple weeks ago, 
you kind of can't really use like, oh, you're my friend kind of. Yeah, yeah. Y'all have known each other for two weeks. Calm down. Yeah. So when Emmy was like, I mean, I told her I wouldn't do it, but like, come on, this is a competition. Like, what? We're not friends. You know? Yeah. And I was like, I, I agree. Also, she was rooting for Esther. So it's like, well, if you're my friend, won't you root for me? Why root for this, this other person? You know, I feel a certain kind of way. Also, I want CT. CT wants me. He don't want you no more. Like, get over it. You know? Yeah. If she didn't make that move, CT may, may, may have needed to make that move. If he couldn't make it work with Berna, and he may have did it like, in a, I guess, like maybe like a more sneaky way or a more dirty way. But like, Berna was like big mad this episode about that. And, you know, here she goes complaining. She got blindsided. And I was like, oh, like what Amber said, that's how she felt. Oh, God. I was thinking the exact same thing. Okay. So, you are so up in arms about Amber having her feelings hurt about like these friends that have known her for X amount of seasons, like blindsiding her and betraying her. You known this girl for how many weeks and you are so upset and hurt and just like through the roof about this. And you haven't known her the same amount yeah. of time as Amber's like, okay, the pot calling the kettle. Yeah. I didn't like that. I was like, Berna, girl, girl, do you not see it's the same thing, you know? But whatever. But it was like it like really drew out. And I guess I guess how this with Berna annoyed me might be how someone else feels about Amber talking about like, oh, Amber was annoying them when for me, Amber wasn't bothering me. But this Berna thing was a little bit annoying. It just kept drawing out throughout the whole yes. episode. And I was just thinking, Berna, like, no offense. I don't I don't really care. You know, like, yeah, like, so. I don't know you. Who are you? Who are you? This is your first time here. Go ahead. Sit down. Well, who, who was she supposed to uh, take? If she did, uh, if she was gonna take CT, who's the next person that she would have to go for? Also, why are you having to have second best to to make it, to help your quote unquote friends' feelings? Like, no, girls, it's about money. Like, we also be friends after, right? Okay, cool. I'll yeah, I'm sorry. If me and you are on the challenge and you end up partnered with CT, I'm gonna stop at nothing to break you and CT apart. I'm sorry. Like, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't take a person. So I'm like, you know what? That's the game. I'm pretty sure you and I. Would have had a conversation ahead of time, like, hey, in this house, that's what's in this house. But we don't yeah. need to take this personal and affect our friendship. But like, you know, they're they they are new to each other. So like like we said, a few weeks, maybe a few months. If someone does something like that to you in this competition, you know, and they, and they played the competition show before. So it's think I'm thinking, why are you surprised that you do things like this in Survivor? You know, like yeah. isn't this similar to how some of this stuff goes on there? in order to play like devil's advocate like the only defense that i can give berna is that like i do think the time moves differently in the challenge house versus like how we are seeing it because like yeah a lot is lost in editing and like of course like showmances like the feelings and stuff are heightened on the show versus like if that same relationship had blossomed in real life so i'm sure like the feelings even like platonic friendship feelings are stronger in the challenge house than they would be in real life and it, and the bonding happens faster but like stop it this is still about money at the end of the day i will give that to you because i thought about that so i used to work i don't i think i told you before like when i was 20 or 21 i was a summer camp counselor like an overnight summer camp and like that's what i feel like the challenge is like because i'm like you know there are times where like we we had a lot more time to like call our family and like have a break but mm-hmm. um, it was okay. So in a, in a in a seven day week work week, we were with the kids six days out of those seven days. Right, we had mm-hmm. one day off, which was sometimes it'd be nineteen hours, 
the most we had ever was 26 hours off. And when you're off, you can leave campus, do whatever you want, and come back. Um, once a week, we would get a five-hour break. And those five hours, you could do whatever you want. So we, we, if we went anywhere, it would be like to San Antonio or the movies and dinner and go do some fun activity before we came back. And then the other days, you had a two-hour block off. Um, and you could be, you could do whatever you wanted to. And there was also a staff launch where you couldn't leave campus. So like the challenge, whenever I see them like doing nothing, I imagine that's like camp. Because at summer camp, we couldn't have our cell phones around the kids. Like you couldn't even have it. You couldn't have it on your person. You couldn't have it in your cabin. You had to have it in the staff lounge in your locker locked. Yeah. They found that you got in trouble. So it's like sometimes when I watch it, I'm like, ah, I get it because like people used to do dumb stuff at our on our campus or spread rumors or gossip. People were hooking up. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that does happen, and you get these you know quote unquote camp goggles or the challenge these challenge goggles. I talked about it before. It's like you're not my type, but. I've been at house with you for four months. You're like the only guy that's like somewhat attractive to me. So like, yeah, sparks fly. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I I think that's how it was a burn at Emmy. But I think Emmy was always like, um, my game was on my mind, not making a friend. Yeah, she she was there with a the plan. Yeah, and then also the that being that being said, I think like that's one good thing about the Nelson burner relationship because we've seen Nelson have other showmans showmances. Uh, in the past and like the girls during their confessional have been like Nelson is not my type like I would not like pursue him at home and then in his confessional he's like all about them and this is the first time that I really feel like it's actually a mutual thing where the girl and Nelson both feel the same amount and I, I'm, I'm kind of happy for Nelson like this might be something for real for real I I, I agree with you because when they were talking when he went to Emmy and was like, why would you do that to your friend? He didn't come to her rude. He came to her very soft and very calm and was just like, Hey, like, you know, no matter how you feel, this person truly thought y'all were friends and you know, whatever. And I was like, I, I like the exchange. So I don't think it got rude between the two of them. It was like, he said his piece and we said her piece. And, and then that was that. So I appreciated that moment. But yeah, I think you're right. Like, it's, it always seems like it's like Nelson has feelings for someone and that person, like, in the confessional, all of a sudden it's, like, not about it. Yeah. So I I hope, I definitely wish them the best and hope that we see, like, this could possibly be the next CTDM sort of thing. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be, like, that big and beautiful, but I, I hope so for them, you know? I don't know if it'll be that big and beautiful, but we'll see what happens. If it if that happens, I don't like Berna anywhere near as much as I liked DM, but still, like, yeah, maybe let's not compare. uh, Maybe this is the new generation. Like, we're old school. Like, Nelson is one of the young bucks, even though he is a veteran. Yeah, he is one of the young bucks. Speaking of, will Hunter ever come back, or is Hunter like done with the challenge? I think I think Ashley really emotionally scarred him when she stole a million dollars from him. Like that, come back after that. Not that I know of. You would have to fact check me. I swear they work together on something else. I need to double check. But um, one thing I was thinking about was how are the rookies not understanding what the veterans are doing to control the game? Or do they know and they're just worried of a vet coming for them? I think it's fearfulness. Like it's a very scared game because like clearly Priscilla peeped it. Like she's been mentioning it a couple of times during confessionals in past episodes. Like 
the rookies are getting outnumbered, like we're getting manhandled, blah, blah, blah. Like, and it's the weirdest thing because clearly the team does not have to vote the same. Individuals on the team can vote for whomever they want to. So just because Ed and Tori are on a team together, Ed can vote for whatever team he chooses. Why the rookies have not decided to like get together and be like, hey, let's vote in so-and-so. It's completely beyond me. Like, because clearly they could, they could have put in an easy team, like to get to start with. Like, depending on what the task was, like, what's her name? Big T and Jeremiah, they mm-hmm. could have got sent home pretty early on, depending on what what task they got put with, because they are not a good team together. Like, and then you would have gotten out one vet, and then okay, so one vet's already out. Why not get the ball rolling and then get the vets on your side? You know. Yeah. Like they could have started small and then worked their way up to something big like CT, like Kyle, like one of the big dogs still in the game, you know, because there there are too many big dogs still left. Exactly. So that and that's what I was wondering what's going to happen, too. But my thing is, you got to be careful of who you send in against said big dog, because you got to make sure that they know how to that they're better than their strengths. And whatever that 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 uh, veterans um, weaknesses, that person has that as a strength. Yeah, not, it's it's a high variable. Like imagine Kells versus CT. Who would really win if they went head to head? No matter what the competition is, who would truly win? We don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, we will never get to see what the outcome of that would have been. And that that would have been a headbanger because had it been a physical contest, I think it would have they would have both given each other a run for their money. The mental contest though, we saw that Kells broke down like mentally on the puzzle portion and just like keeping his cool. So I think if it had been something very puzzle oriented, I think Kells still would have gone home anyway. To me with that puzzle, the the puzzle that they were doing, I thought that the puzzle was easy because someone was like, it's a map. And I'm like, no, duh, it's a map. Can someone not tell that that's a map? But to me, that was an easy puzzle. And I get that, you know, adrenaline's going and whatever, but I'm like, it's still an easy puzzle. Like, I feel like it should have been a closer race than that. Yeah. Well, see, that's what I'm saying, though. So, like, no matter what, like, anything physical that Kells would have gone against somebody else in, I think he would have definitely either given them a run for his money or he would have won it. But clearly, like, he does not have, like, that that pressure sort of thing when it comes to mental stuff. And, yes, he is an arena football player, but, like, you don't really have to think during football. It's like somebody tells you, you need to go here, you need to do this, attack player 41, and it's like you're, like, the blinders get put on and you were clearly set onto that one target and you can't see other moving pieces going on around you, you know? And I think that that's the kind of mindset that he has, like, only one goal at a time and he couldn't see the other moving pieces during that challenge. Yeah, that one was very difficult for him. But, you know, okay, so what I don't like about there being a male and female comp- uh, uh, elimination, I don't like if they're working in partner teams. I think it's better if it's like, okay, here are these four people that are playing, and it's like, burn if you win, you win on your own, you're in no matter what because you won. You know, and if, if Huey won against Jeremiah, then that's great, he's in, or Jeremiah won, then he's in, not you fail because your partner couldn't. Well, they kind of did that though, because like there has been a couple of times where it's been just female and just male eliminations. And the other part of the team did not get eliminated. The only times that it's eliminated both partners is when both partners were competing. No, like at the same, like simultaneously. I don't don't like the partner ones. Like for this, for this Asian secret Asians thing, whatever. I'm like, can I do it by myself? You know, unless now, 
if we're running in partner, if we're running in pairs all season, right? Then when it comes to the end, we're going to run in partners again too, right? Or is it going to be all of a sudden we're all by ourselves? Because I, you know, I, I think we're really going to get a mixed batch with it. I like the, you know, you win, you win one, like where it's like if you're first place, your first place is person second. Not, you know, you could have been first place, but your partner, you know, it's lagged behind. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting because, like, didn't you say that this season is supposed to have 22 episodes and here we are only on episode eight? Like, we're not even at the halfway point yet. No, 19. It has 19. Oh, it has 19 episodes. Well, still. I believe it's 19. That's still yeah, we're still not at the halfway point. Like, we're only on episode eight. So a lot could change. And especially a lot will change, like, during the internal game because of Priscilla's move at the end. Question. Do you think that there's going to be a redemption house or mercenaries this season? I don't think there's going to be a redemption house. But mercenaries, I am hopeful to see that. Because we have not seen that in a very long time. So it would be great to get that throwback. And I feel like mercenaries versus spies like that or they may not even call them mercenaries they may end up calling them like ninjas or something but i do think that we are going to get something within this I, I don't it's, it, it's gonna i feel like there's gotta be something else because like it feels like mtv is holding back so much and just like doing a lot of filler episodes so i feel like I there's feel got to like be a reason behind that i gotta rewatch the trailer to see if there's something that i've missed because there's usually like a mid-season uh, trailer they do as well for like the second half of the show. And that's what I'm waiting for. Because I, I, there is something about to happen. TJ keeps saying, oh, things can change in the challenge house and then nothing changes. I'm like, nah, dude. Something about to pop off, but you're waiting until there's no more rookie rookie team. So I think it's going to be this episode coming up, episode 9, or the next episode 10. Something's about to pop off where like the game changes. That's what I think. I think it's honestly going to be either... A, like some sort of mercenary or assassin thing, or he's going to say mid-season, oh, by the way, location if you haven't, well, a, a location change, that's a given. I don't think that's going to be like the big surprise. I think the big surprise is going to be either mercenaries or, oh, by the way, if you have not seen a uh, an elimination round yet, you should have because you need an elimination round under your belt in order to get to the final. Like, I, I think that that would be a really great twist because then it's like, oh, sap. So all these people that have been trying to avoid it, you just played yourself because now there are not enough elimination <laughs> rounds left to like accommodate. The skull twist then? It would be like the, it would be like the skull twist, except they were told the skull the skull twist up front, so so they could kind of pick and choose when they wanted to go in. But if they threw in that the skull twist now, like in the middle of the season, that would be pretty epic because it's like, oh, so all of you folks that have been playing a scared game up until this point, you really shot yourself in the foot and now you don't have any chance of running the final. Maybe. I don't know. I just feel like this season has been so, so fluffy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like there's, I feel like there's something that's going to be more. I'm just waiting. I'm wondering like what the more is going to be. So yeah, like, definitely. I want to watch that the trailer to see like what it could possibly be. I don't think I've seen a mid-season trailer, so I'm gonna have to look for one. Not, I haven't seen one yet, and I have them on like YouTube and on oh, Instagram, okay. and I haven't seen anything yet. But I'm saying like usually when it's like mid-season, they they'll do like a, so they do like a you know like a teaser, and then they do a trailer for the whole se- for the season. Then it's like mid-season they do a, a trailer 
and then they'll do an extended midseason trailer before the midseason actually starts. So I'm thinking it's what October. I think we're gonna get a midseason trailer, maybe the next two three episodes max. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and I'm wondering what that's going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm just, just curious. See what kind of tips, tricks, and clues it gives us to the remainder of the season. Yeah, because some of these previews, like, they're not really your preview. It's just like, okay, so I have no idea what's happening next month, next week. I don't know what the competition looks like. You know, it's just like, so, like, kept hush-hush until literally the day of. And it's like, oh, okay, this is what I'm going to be watching tonight. Yeah. But um, let's go back. So once back in the house, Vernon states that she feels blindsided. And we already said, like, the irony. Like, that's how Amber felt with Fessy. And uh, Nelson tells Emmy how her decision affected Bernard. Devin mentions that he has an issue with Bernard because she voted for him and Amber in the last elimination. And then Amber overhears that, which is like, this is like so much like a game of telephone. But Amber overhears this and she sees red and she wants to go in, uh, wants Bernard to go in, into elimination. Oh, hello? I'm back. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the last thing I said was Amber overhears uh, the conversation between Dev when that Devin's having with Nelson, and that uh, she's like seeing red because Berna, you know, voted for her and Devin, and she wants Berna to go into elimination. Which obviously Berna and he were going to go in because they're the last rookie, rookie pair, so it's just an easy throw in, no fuss. Yeah. Um, then we saw that there's some downtime at the house with Tori, Big T, and I forgot who else. I think some other girls was in the pool and they were skinny dipping. Um, and they invite Emmanuel to join in, and then both he and Tori have their little interests in one in, in one another in their confession confessionals. And I was just thinking, like, damn, Emmanuel, like Michelle's been gone for what, like, two weeks, three weeks, and did you say I love you to her? Like, yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, like you really got those uh those uh challenge goggles on thick because like that that was like like no time passed in between the yeah two. that was a showmance for you that was a, sh- a short one but it was just like did you forget what you like just said in the other episode because uh, <laughs> i didn't forget but um then we have jeremiah he's voicing his concern um with being part of a big t which i understand his concerns because big t is good in the water but to me she has a good political game but Physically, she's not much of a threat. No one's really concerned about her presence there, truly. Um, you know, we've seen her in physical eliminations. She tries her best. It's just not But so, You know, sometimes your best just isn't good enough, and that's the problem with yeah. Big T. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to I say it, nice. um, not everybody can do everything, and just Big T has her handful of strengths, and that's it, and that's okay. Like, okay, so I am again gonna sound like a boomer, but that's one thing that's wrong with the world. Not everybody can do everything. Like, you just because you that is your big dream in life does not mean that you are gonna be successful at it. True. Her, like I said, her strengths are swimming and her political game. Those are her two strong suits in the house. Yeah, and she is really strong at those things. But everything else, like, I'm yeah, not so much. Like, that's why I wasn't surprised. And then, yeah. you know, Priscilla, and she shouldn't take that offensively either. Like, because we don't know what the remainder of the challenge is going to look like, unless it's going to be a lot of water stuff for the remainder. Like, I wouldn't be so hot on having Big T as my partner either, you know? Well, this is my thing it's like, you'd want a partner that you could run a final with, right? Exactly. And- yeah. 
I don't think Big T could like when TT said that like that what last season or so and he said you know I don't think you're ready to run a final. I know he said it and it came off so harshly, but I don't think she was ready to run a final. I think and if, she, if she still isn't. I don't one. think though. No, I I don't personally think so. Like I don't I don't know what kind of training she's doing, but I don't see it reflected. Like there you know there are times where like so. So like the next season or two, the person like looks like they've improved in some way, and it's like, oh, they've clearly been practicing. You know, I haven't really seen yeah. that with her yet. That's the so unfortunate thing about the fact that she is a veteran. Like, she is beginning to earn her name as big because she is coming back bigger and bigger each season. And it's like the only thing that she is really wowing the at least me. She only really thing that she's wowing me with is her swimming ability. Cause that has never seemed to falter no matter what size she gets up to. But if you go back and look at videos from her rookie season to now, she has put on weight. Like I don't believe that she is training it in her. Look, off- it doesn't look bad though. No, it, I'm not saying it looks bad at all on her, but the fact that she is gaining any weight at all, like, I'm sorry, unless it is solid muscle, like you are not doing yourself any favors during these challenges. Maybe she's doing it on purpose. She could be like, I'm soft. I'm fluffy. Don't worry about me. Don't vote me out. Like, I don't, I don't know what the goal is behind it, but she is definitely packing on weight in between seasons. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess like it does like really doesn't work. I wasn't like, I really wasn't like paying attention to her like that. But, um, yeah. So Priscilla and, Bert, uh, oh my God, I put the the wrong name. And uh, Bettina, they talk about their <laughs> status as rookies. <laughs> I, 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 so bad for Bettina. I don't know if it's like a language barrier or what, but she's gotten very little screen time and it makes her very unrememberable. Yeah, I don't think it's her fault. I think it literally, they're like, we don't, she doesn't need that much screen time. Cut it. And then we yeah. forget about who she is. Well, she is on screen. Her English, it's not super broken, but it, it's broken just enough for me to get a little frustrated. Yeah, but look, MTV kills him with these, like, subtitles. I'm like, I can hear what she's saying. It's not that bad. Like, chill out. Every time I think that almost makes mouth, it even worse. Like, every time she opens her mouth, there's, like, subtitles at the bottom. I'm like, y'all, y'all do this here because this girl's so dirty. But um, <laughs> Priscilla and Bettina, they talk about their status as rookies. And then Priscilla says that she wants to see bets in elimination. And I'm, I agree. There are, some, there are some veterans, in my opinion, right now that were not as good as some of these new rookies and they, they are coasting gone. coasting they're coasting right now some of these rookies, some of these veterans are coasting even ones that may have done great last season to me they're still coasting because it's like you're not really challenging yourself and no one's challenging you, you yeah know? they're coasting on that veteran status they are being the layups that they keep accusing the rookies of being you know yeah they're all they're all doing that so i feel like a lot of these vets are scared Except for ones that, you know, have actually ran a final. And they're like, they're not like, oh, man, I need, I need another win. They're just like, I just want money. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. Getting that challenge, I'm a challenge all-star. It's a, I just want the money kind of thing. Yeah. You know I mean, like, if CT went home in three episodes, he'd be like, oh, man, I didn't get that big bag. But I had a good time. I made a little bit of money. Like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? He's yeah. already the challenge champion. Same thing with the athlete, Yeah. You know, so... We shall see what happens. No, but I think Ashley, like the difference between Ashley and CT, I think she really wants the bragging rights. I think CT is in the game at this point to earn money for his family. And like Ashley and Amber, 
And even Josh and Fessy are like, they're in the game to just have bragging rights. Well, Fessy's not in the game anymore, but like they just, they don't really care about the money because like when you watch their gameplay, like I feel like they would be a lot smarter about the moves that they make if it was really about the money. Yeah, true. Cause like they get paid per episode too. So yeah. I mean, like I don't I, think it's really it's really a matter of um the the end goal of the money for them anymore. Not for some of them. I think some but I know like some of them just want like the title. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's, saying, that's what I think Ashley wants because she keeps calling herself like uh millionaire Mitchell and puzzle queen. Like she keeps giving herself these made up titles that nobody else has ever called her before. They do call her Ashley Millionaire Mitch. But, I ain't um, never said I've never heard before. She has on the show, but like because of the meltdown she had this season, they're like, we're gonna have to change her name to Ashley Meltdown Mitchell. And I was like, damn, y'all, y'all wasted no time. Just yeah, she okay. does deserve that name though. <laughs> but uh, the daily challenge is called a dive bomb. Uh, so with the help of underwater water jets, the challengers will take turns with their partners <clears throat> by going underwater to retrieve wires. Once they have all the parts, one partner will swim to the yacht and retrieve the keys needed to unlock the box with the remaining pieces. They will then build the detonator and then set it off. Um, and this is played in three heats. So what do you think about this challenge? I, I really enjoyed it. I liked it, but there were certain people. So like Jeremiah is, he wasn't blaming Big T for like his issues or whatever, like with the challenge. I kind of did feel like he was like, oh, well, I don't have a good enough partner. And it's like, well, this was her challenge. Like you were the one that screwed this up. You know what I mean? So I felt like if anybody actually needed to go in, like based on merit or based on like how well they did it, he needed to go in. Like he did poor during this challenge. Yeah. So I, okay. So I was watching a recap by uh, Angel Cake on YouTube and he was like, so did like anybody else think, basically like this, people think that uh, Jeremiah like try to, you know, throw this challenge. Like in the, even in the comment section, a lot of people think that Ooh. Jeremiah tried to throw it. So I rewatched it today and I was just like, it doesn't look like he's trying to throw it. It makes, it looks like he's trying to make it look like he's a bad swimmer, you know, or not a strong swimmer. And so, but also part of it was, why did he tell Big T or why did she think it was best for her to try to get the key first and scaling that rope when he's a tall he's a very tall guy. He's gonna have to barely scale it to get the key and come down. He should have did that part. So that didn't make sense to me. So either if, if now if he suggested that she do that the key, then then that was him sabotaging their, their team. Unless she said that she wanted to do it, then then that's something different. But um I really like this challenge. Uh, so heat one, we had Big T and Jeremiah, Amanda and Kyle, Amber and Devin, and Tori and Ed. Um, Amber and Devin ended up winning their mat their match. Um, and then in heat two, we had Huey and Berna, Priscilla and Nelson, Josh and Ashley. Um, it seemed like it was a pretty good run, and uh, Huey and Berna were in the lead for a while, but um, mm-hmm. Ashley and Josh ultimately won. And then the last heat we had CT and Emmy, Emmanuel and Casey, Logan and Nani, Corey and Bettina. To me, I didn't really even pay attention to Logan and Nani or Corey and Bettina. It was just about CT and Emmy versus Emmanuel and Casey. That's just how it felt to me looking at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and ultimately, CT and Emmy won. They know it. And it's that puzzle. Just like the last time it was down to CT and his partner versus Emmanuel and Casey, it came down to a puzzle that uh, 
that little little uh, mini thing they did and um anisa you know hurt herself and had to be huge medically um ct won that one when it came down to a puzzle which to me it's like hey casey on your off season besides doing physical workouts are you actually trying puzzles and math and stuff like that because you're always gonna have that somewhere like <laughs> you said what I said, it doesn't look like it. Like, are you trying? Because it doesn't look like it. <laughs> yeah, because I was just, I was thinking about that. I said, okay, so Casey, this is a clear reason why you need to do puzzles because you could have helped Emmanuel with this. This is, like, this is his first season. This is your, like, third. You know, you should know this stuff by now. Yeah, she should be. Point. I definitely yeah. agree with you on that. Um, I do like that CT and Emmy uh, won, and they are the agency. Um, but you can clearly see the bitter, bitter taste Berna had on her face when oh, uh, for it was sure. She's like a little, like a kid at Christmas that got cold. She was so pouty. You um, know what she reminds me? She is the middle child. Like, she was so used to being a baby, and now there's this new baby getting all this attention, and her, she is really in her feelings about it. She's really upset, and I think it's like, let it go is part of the game. If you're mad, you know what you do? Win the elimination you're gonna go into, and then come back and, and kick this person's ass in a competition, or play the game and, and go against them. And you go in and you you're, you still their partner next time. You know what I mean? Like exactly. figure it out, play the game. So I think she just is losing sight of what she's supposed to do. Um, but Huey and Berna, they basically are preparing for the elimination. Um, Jeremiah uh, tells Priscilla that he needs a new partner. One that can keep up with him as it's what's best for his game. And I don't I don't disagree with him. You know, I think he needs a better partner that can maybe keep up with him physically and, and they're good at or good or decent at puzzles. And Big T needs a partner who's like kinda like Logan, you know, like how Logan was with Yeah. Him. So yeah. She needs a partner like that that's calm, that's reassuring, that could be there for her, won't get, you know, too upset too quickly. And honestly, out of the people that are left, I feel like she's only going to get that with Logan or CT if he has to be partners with her again. Yeah, and but if if he doesn't, like, it's going to be a matter of stuck, and he is going to hate that experience. Probably. Probably. You know, he's already been there once before. True. Yeah, yeah, that didn't. It it worked out well, but it didn't work out well. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Priscilla says that she's ready to go into elimination. We're talking to Jeremiah, but it's her time. Which, you know, I was thinking, like, you know, we haven't really got to see a lot from Priscilla, so I wouldn't mind seeing her in elimination to see what she's got. And mm-hmm. then um, we have Amber telling Bettina, Casey, and Josh that she wants to go in against uh, Berna. And Josh and Casey tell her to rethink this is this choice. And Kaylee even says, like, Casey even says, you know, you don't want to do that. You need to sleep on it because, like, you don't even know what you're saying right now. And I 100% agree with Casey. It's like, where's this coming from? I know you want to send someone home, but why do the dirty work? Send someone else in there to do it for you and your hands are clean, you know? Yeah, it's not only that she wanted to send someone else home, though. Like, there was, like, a very personal thing about it. Like, if there is another season of Vendettas, I could definitely see Berna and Amber B being paired together. Either Berna and Amber B or Esther and Amber B. Yeah, yeah, either one of those would be a good one. But, you know, to me, it was not a smart move for her to do that. And clearly in the confessional, Casey is still bothered by Amber saying that she won a season. And I I, I thought it was hilarious. But I agree with Casey with saying, like, Amber, why'd you say that? Because, like, you don't really want to go in. Like, just shut up, go sleep. Yeah. Right. 
you know. And then um, in the Liberations, we have Bernie and Huey who know they're going to go in. And Berna states again that she feels slighted by Emmy taking CT. And this is tearful, you know, and Emmy is just playing her game, I feel. I didn't really understand the I didn't really understand the reasoning behind professing that like Emmy is in the agency. There's nothing you can do against her. So why why tell everybody that you're upset still like wait until you get into a power position before telling your sob story? I guess to, for people to like, you know, want to go like, like to, to do, you know, make things harder for, for Emmy or feel bad for Berna. And, you know, I think people are like, no one cares because that's like someone else. It's not me. And y'all are new. So you don't matter to me yet. You know what I mean? Like, like for real. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like after a season or two, then people are like, oh, okay. What's up? What's your name? You know what I mean? But right now it's like, I don't even care. You're not going to be here in like in two weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. You're not going to be here in two weeks, and you're not going to be here next season either. Or yeah, my my next season, you're not going to be here. So why does this matter to me? Like you're not you're not giving me any information that really matters to me or my gameplay. That's what it seems like. But um, Amber jumps in, which I think Amber just should have like let it go, you know. But yeah. she jumps in, and then Berna says she doesn't want to hear any more stories about Amber last season, and then the argument seemed. A bit much, you know, in particular, jumping Nelson in for whatever reason or lumping Nelson in for whatever reason. And, you know, at, here comes Ashley with her big mouth and she ended up oh, Lord. Them to talk about it later at this person, which I agree with it. It was like, you know, y'all can talk about this later on your own time. We have 20 minutes, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, the way that Ashley goes about things, though, it's like you are way too big for your britches. You need to sit down, but... I just, I can't with her sometimes. Like, I feel like the times that she, it's because the people that she has put up against are not that great. So calling it a win and being all super excited about it, like, it's not that big of a deal. Please chill. It was luck. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But um, Priscilla asks Amber in the, in the deliberation room, you know, if she wants to go in because she heard some stuff. But, you know, Amber scoffs and says no. I'm kind of like, can we cue the flashback of her saying she was? Yeah, so yeah, that was kind of like stop. Yeah, I didn't like that. I was like, Amber, ma'am, no, ma'am. <laughs> but um, then you know, here comes Jeremiah making it clear, like, hey, I want to go in. I'm trying to go down. I want a new partner. Like, let's go. Yeah. Um. So who is this? Uh, Tori states that if there's uh, not another rookie rookie team, then the vets are going to be in trouble. And I was wondering why she said, she said this at the liberation. It's like, clearly all vets know that. Why remind the rookie? Girl, because Tori likes drama. You know this. That didn't make any sense to me. I was like, Tori, like, shut, shut the fuck, shut up. You're going to ruin it. You know? You know, your girl likes drama. But here comes Ashley making it worse, you know, warning or rather threatening that the vets are out for blood if a rookie vet team isn't chosen. And I was like, oh, man, okay. We can see the foreshadowing happening. Yeah. And, and then, you know, here are Bernard and Huey are the houseboat, too. No one's surprised. And CT, like he says, he just wants to keep the peace and plays it safe by voting in uh, rookies, you know, to escape and not have any issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked this elimination challenge. So it's called a race to escape. And the partners are bound together back to back on a 30 foot pole. And they have to scale the pole with their partner. And at the top, they need to cut the rope to free themselves. And whoever wins, uh, you know, gets to stay in the house. 
Um, <laughs> did he like? Did you like this uh, elimination, or were you not? Really I did like it. it. I did like it. I but okay. So during the elimination, like they said that Huey had a problem because his butt was so big. Like I'm kind of like. Eh. I just think his legs in general are not strong enough. I don't know. I don't know if he has butt implants or what, but like if your butt is that big, you should have the leg strength to push yourself up. Like I don't, I am still lost on to how he it was not like his butt was like bumping Bernie's butt and it was like calling, causing him to not have balance. How was that his butt bumping Bernie's butt? There was a pole in between them. That's what it was like to me. And I was like, I think his butt is already too big. He can't even balance. Which to me is like either he has implants or he was like poking it out too much. Like I just oh, no, his butt his butt is fake. He says it before. I don't know if it's implants or like injections. Oh, I yeah. did not. I missed that part. Okay, because I was like, I don't. I have a very large butt for a person my size, and I don't think I would have issues with that. Like we I would have scaled up. Like, yeah. they they brought it up like um like at this like like one of the few early episodes they talked about his butt and it was fake, and I was like. Oh, okay. Because I kept thinking, I'm like, either you do like a lot of squats or your butt's fake. It's one of the two. Okay, so that that makes more sense to me because I'm like, the amount of squats that I do to get my butt to look the way that it does, I would have been up there quick, fast, and in a hurry. So, (laughs) I don't understand why Huey did not get up there. But also, maybe he doesn't have the leg strength. He just has the booty, but not the leg Yeah, he doesn't have the leg strength. He did not do it naturally. That makes sense. I give him a pass. Yeah, but yeah, apparently that's what was going on. They were struggling because Huey's butt was too big. Also, like, they weren't working well in the elimination. Like, they were working well in the daily, but I think with the elimination, there was, like, all this pressure, you know, for them. And Huey win. lost it, yeah. Huey lost when they're it. Because when involved, yeah. Yeah, Huey lost it, and Bernard didn't know how to calm him down or couldn't calm him down. And that also was their demise compared to Priscilla and, and Jeremiah. And it's not that like a really good rhythm. They flowed so naturally as if they do this all the time. I almost think that Priscilla and Jeremiah talked about the elimination before the elimination. Like, I feel like they got together and they were like, we are going to do X, Y, Z, no matter what the task is. And I, I, I don't have any proof of that, but that's the way that they went into the elimination. Like they went in with a plan, knowing how they were going to act, no matter what was thrown at them. But we heard you overheard it because they were ta- they said it out loud and they're like you know left right no this way then this hand here and you can actually yeah. hear the communication where Bernard and Huey were not really hearing that communication it sounds more like frustration from Huey and then Bernard trying to calm him down but not being successful in doing so okay but the so thing I- was with Priscilla and Jeremiah it wasn't true communication it was Priscilla yelling out commands because I think per- I think they. Okay, if it's any sort of puzzle, Priscilla, you got this. And she saw that thing as a puzzle and was like, all right, Jeremiah, listen to me and we're going to get through this puzzle task together. Because it is kind of a puzzle of figuring out like when we need to move together, when we need to pause together, you know. So yeah. I, I, I think that there was some sort of communication involved before they went in. And I don't feel like Huey and Berna had that at all. Well, like, you know, when they're, like, getting it ready and, like, you're hearing what the competition is, you have, like, time to put out, get all your equipment on and stuff to, like, strategize a bit of, like, okay, it looks like this is the best way to do this. And it's the only way it works in my mind. Maybe with yeah. and Huey, they don't have that projection ability in their, you know, between the two of them to be, like, okay, I think this is what's going to happen. Just like, you know, like, before a, a, a daily, you know, the, someone's, like, talking to their partner or to themselves, okay, I got to do this or that. 
to get around this problem. Otherwise, it won't work out for me, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I just did not get the feeling that Berna and Huey ever had that moment of deliberation, talking and coming together and figuring out, like, let's be a team at this point. Like, maybe during, I feel like during the daily, well, they might have had that because of how well they did work together. And it was just, it's like, seamless. Well. Yeah, but then at the elimination, it just kind of all fell apart. So it's like, how how did that happen? How did this fall apart, you know? True, yes. But, um, yeah, so unfortunately for Huey and Bernard, they lose. But, um, you know, Jeremiah and Priscilla end up winning. And, you know, due in part to Priscilla talking about, you know, Ashley's threat, um, which, you know, I... I think Ashley shouldn't have said what she said in the, in the deliberations. It wasn't needed, and it did come off like way too strongly. So I yes. completely agree with what Priscilla is saying. Of like, why are you trying to threaten me? I have a problem now. I have a problem because of the way you're speaking to me. Exactly, and, and that's exactly why she's like, you know what? You know, she says, you know, let the games begin, and she steals Ashley's partner Josh, which. Maybe she shouldn't, she shouldn't have took Josh of all people, but she wanted to make it personal. So Exactly. I think she was making a statement by taking Josh. I was thinking the same thing because, like, yeah. out of all of the vet vet teams, you chose Josh? Like, really? No. The gr- homegirl was trying to make a statement, and she made it loud yeah. and clear. And also, I love the fact that she didn't talk a whole lot of mess to Ashley during deliberation. She was like, oh, okay, I hear, I hear the threat that you're trying to make, and I'm not going to speak on it yet. She waited until she could back up that check. She waited until the check was not going to bounce, and then she paid it. And she I loved it. Make, she wanted to make sure that there was no eyes on her at that moment. Yeah, you know. I, what I, mean? so I, I wish it happened earlier in the episode, but it that Priscilla carried that damn episode on her back, and I loved every second of it. It was very, very smart. Um, so, and then Jeremiah gets Tori from Ed, which not a bad move on Jeremiah's part. I understand why he picked Tori. But now we have Ed and Ashley and Big T and Nelson, which I don't think Big T and Nelson are going to be a good team together. Nope. I, I don't have a good feeling. I, I see Nelson getting upset at her. Not only are they not going to be good for each other, but I kind of wish, like, for the sake of the show, we had seen Ashley and Nelson together and Big T and Ed I, together. I wanted that so bad. Because Big so T and bad. Ed actually could have been a force to be reckoned with with Ed's physicality and his brain and with big T's like political skills that could have been a bad team to be together. And then yeah, Nelson and Ashley like Ed would be calm with, Ed would be calm with big T in, in certain situations. So I think it would have worked out well. Yeah, that I was, I was hoping to see that. And I, I kind of wonder like, what's the reasoning behind like what teams get thrown together? You know what I mean? It, that, uh, TJ said it, you know, like, oh, you, uh, your partner was stolen. So, you know, and so, so and so's partner was stolen. So now y'all are together. You know what I mean? And now you're by yourself and this person's by themselves. Now you're going to be together. Uh, It's the wording that TJ uses. I picked up on it a while back, like with the prior season. It's the way that it's the wording that he's using. Okay. Because I'm still kind of hoping that like maybe Ed and Big T kind of put it together like, hey, maybe we could get something going here. Because there's a lot of time for them to be partners. Ed and Big T would be a force to reckon with CT and Emmy. Like, Honestly, like I get good vibes from Ed. Big T has Big T's political game is way better than Emmy's. So 
That means they don't have a political game. It means like at all the rookie are all for the vets, and it's like you got to be careful because your rookies you're going to burn your rookie bridge, and then what are you going to do when, it, when they exactly? Need she's them? she has. I think she's already burned her rookie bridge. She burned her rookie bridge the first episode, in my opinion, and now. I don't think that she realizes it yet. I think she's too naive to realize it yet. As soon as it is just vets and her, if she does not win, she's going in every single time, mm-hmm. every time guarantee. Yeah. Like unless a vet female is like, I don't want to go against Emmy. That's the only time that she is not going to go into an elimination round. Yeah. Cause I could see, I could see Nani being like, I don't want to go against Emmy. She's too hardcore. I can't beat her. I could see Nani pulling that card and even big T like either of them, if they're afraid of going in, like unless somebody just wants to get them out, Amy won't go in those rounds. But she going in every time when it's just vets. Yeah, but like I think it's like who's not going to want to go against Bettina? Like who are who are your options that you think that you're better than Bettina? Like who? Yeah, else? maybe Big T. Like that. You know what I mean? I'm like, which is the stupid mm. thing on her game. Like you got out all of the people that you could have beat before you had the opportunity to beat them. That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, I get the strong rookies, but it's like you're getting rid of the, of the weak rookies too, or use use these rookies to get out these vets that you think are a threat because you never know. This is a new person; they don't know this person's strengths or weaknesses. So it's yeah. During, I think it was, I can't remember if it was season thirty-two or thirty-three, but the total madness season where Jay called CT out on the very first elimination round and got him out on the very first elimination round that was beautiful because you got out one of the strongest players early off in the game and you guaranteed yourself to get that much further in the game that was by having and i thought that they were gonna leave him alone they were like no now do it again and do it again. yeah and, and he did again. he did it several more times before he got eliminated he did good the way that he messed up though was not having other people on his side because he was like i'll play this game alone that's where he he just dug his foot into the ground and just decided his own fate. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I and I I want to see him back in the game. So hopefully he'll he can return. Soon. I don't know that he has the mental acuity for the game though, because he's very much like the like I am like the kind of person like put your money where your mouth is. Let's go. I'm not trying to make friends. I'm trying to make money. Let's go. Okay, do that if you want. But I get I, I promise you I stay here longer than you do because my social game is popping. <laughs> See, my social game would not be popping. Like, I would be by myself in the corner, like, mm. not drinking every night like these folks. Yeah, I'm not drinking every night. I'm like, guys, I'm tired. Like, what do you mean again? I'm, I'm going to sleep. Like, we're going to the club. Can we go home at eight? <laughs> yeah, if this is the club or backyard. I'll be in my room in my pajamas. Well, and see, that's the thing. Like, unless all of them are willing to go out to the club, they can't go. And I'm not going to be the kind of person oh, like really? stop. Yes, you didn't. Re- oh, I can't remember what season that was, but there was one season where everybody was ticked off because it's like, unless they all can agree to go out to the club at night, they can't all go. And one person was like, mm, I don't want to go. Yes, it was oh, a girl. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to be a party pooper. I'm like, I ain't going nowhere. What you going to do about it? See, no, and see, that's my thing. Like, I'm hard enough politically to be like, I got to go out to the club because I'm not trying to get into the elimination round unless I have to go. (laughs) I'm not going. Put me in, coach. I ain't going. (laughs) (laughs) Tag me in, coach. (laughs) Okay, so let's wrap this up because 
So Kyle says the vets war has officially started. And uh, I just, I thought this was hilarious. I'm like, I feel like every episode y'all keep on making it seem like it's about to be some big old thing. But here we are finally, episode nine, and we'll kick off all this stuff. So Devin says he wants to see a vet that's a, not a champion win. And yes. Like he said, so I see a clear option. They cut to Ashley and CT. I agree with Devin, though I love CT. I, and I, if CT wins, that's not a problem to me whatsoever. But I want to see other vets that have not won a championship freaking win. Like, what is whatever the reason why you haven't won before? I wish that y'all would sit down, reevaluate your past few seasons, and then work on your weaknesses, make them your strengths, and then go back and get the damn championship. Yeah. Well, and that was Cam's thing, like the season before, like it needs to be a non-champion vet. We can't keep having like people like Johnny Bananas come in and have nine, 10 wins under their belt. Like that doesn't make any sense. I'm not here to make you money. I'm here to make me money. Yeah. And I, I agree with her when she said that. I'm like, yeah, I don't know why people are letting the same people win because y'all are scared to put them in. Playing scared doesn't help anybody. It really no. does. Because at some point that being scared is going to come and bite you in the butt. Like J. Cole said, man, how the fuck we going to get rich if we being scared? Come on. In facts. So it's like, if y'all really want this money, then you're going to go out there and do what you need to do to get it. But you can't just sit and wait and play someone else's game and just hope that they break you off a little piece of something when they're like, uh, no, I put all this work in. Yeah, no. I tricked you. I got you here. <laughs> Yeah, and then we also see that uh, the vets think that Corey is working with Jeremiah because it looks like during one of the challenges next episode that Corey's kind of helping Jeremiah, talking to Jeremiah, and that, like, starts some, you know, something's a-brewing now, and Corey's getting mad. So I wonder if that's going to be an easy, you know what, let's throw Corey in, and then Corey wouldn't forget about you or what you said or what you instigated with the whole Fessy thing, so we're going to throw you in. Uh, Kyle, we don't like you. We're going to toss you in there. And Big T, no one cares if you're here or not. We're going to throw you in there, too. It's it's going to be real interesting to see what happens on Wednesday night because it's chaos. Like, why would it benefit Corey to help Jeremiah, though? Like, I want to know the, the thought process behind that because Corey can't think a whole lot. So, I don't know. Is- maybe, <laughs> maybe it's an alliance he has of, like, you know, hey, I never won one of these. I never won one of these. Like, let's pair up. And we know we're, we're big dudes. It'd be me, you, and Nelson. You know, we'd be in that thing. He could be talking like that. Because think about it. Who are the big guys in the house right now? T.T., Corey, Nelson. Uh, I mean, Josh is big, but we don't really get to see him really. Yet. Josh is a fool. Josh ain't big. No, I'm saying he's big, but, like, we don't really see his physicality come out. We're like, whoa, look at what Josh did. You know what I mean? Josh is straight up Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Where did he go, George? But, Where did he go? Damn. But with I said CT, it. I said it. With, with CT, with Nelson, with Corey, we've seen them use that physicality. You know what I mean? So I think about that as well, too, of, you know, who are these, like, I mean, when I say big girls, I mean, like, physical, not, like, ranking status. I mean, like, physically, who are these big men, these big dogs in the challenge? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Kyle isn't huge. He's tall and, and like, more athletic build, but he has heart, and we've seen that heart come out, too. So, and some facets, it kind of seems like it's any guy's game. With the girls, I feel like it looks like a clear, it's clear between who is like a strong female player and who's like. Yeah, it's going to come strong. down to Tori and Emmy. Like, and 
throw whoever else that has a good political game in there at the end. Unless Tori gets out here soon, the final challenge is going to come down to Tori and Emmy. Maybe. Maybe we'll see. Like, at that point, it's going to be a popularity contest of who votes who. It really is, yeah. Because, like, honestly, like, Ashley is not as smart as Tori, and she is not as physical as Tori. So I don't see her in the running there. Again, Nani, same situation. Nowhere near as smart, nowhere near as physical. Like, And then the rookies that we've seen, we, ha- we haven't really got to see much from Bettina. So like, we don't really know where she stands, but I'm still like, mm. We haven't, but like, I don't really, it's not promising. Where I know like- I don't keep that vibe from her. No. Yeah, the last time we talked, it was like, we were like, yeah, Priscilla, we don't know. We haven't seen anything from her. But I didn't doubt Priscilla's abilities. I was like, I just haven't seen it. We're probably going to see it soon. Then, boom, this next episode, we got it. And I'm like, okay, great. I'm glad we get to see how Priscilla is athletically. You know what I mean? And how she, how her mind works and how she chooses to do what she does. So, I appreciate that. That being part. said, though, depending on what the task is, she is much smaller than Tori and Emmy. And I just, I don't know that physically if she can hang. She may give it her all. But, again, sometimes your best just isn't good enough. I'm going. I am assuming purely from her size, and that she—if it's a weight thing—then yeah, that'd be like um, that'd be harder for her. Like, because Tori's a smaller girl, but Tori's a very fit, and like she has thighs on her. See, that's that's so funny. Like, you can tell that you and I are are different sizes because I don't see Tori as a small girl. I see Tori as a big girl. (laughs) But again, I'm five. I'm five foot. Like, so I look at Tori and I'm like, that's a big girl. Oh, I'm not so, even meaning by her height. I'm meaning by like, like her weight, her body. No, like the whole thing. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like, oh, so Tori yeah. is not fat by any means, but she's like, she's probably five foot, like maybe like 175. Like she's, she's a, a solid person. Like she she's not super. Th- on her. She, I'm yeah. Like, she's I not super thin. So if, I had, if I had to guess, I would guess that she's like. Five eight, five nine, one seventy five, maybe one eighty five. Like not five eight. I'm five eight. I think that then Tori's taller than you. I think Tori is taller than you. No, she's not. This girl's not my height or taller. Than I think I think Tori is your height or taller, but she is slim trim muscle, and I am oh slim God, trim muscle. Wait, stop it. So, okay, one thing she says she's five eight. One thing says she's five nine. I did not know she was. I told you. I can tell people. <laughs> So I knew, so she's like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, she's like 175, 185. She is solid muscle. I am 5'130". So I know if we got a physical competition, I'm not wanting a whole brawl against Tori. I did not know she was my height, too. That's yeah, Tori is a big old girl. She's, she's solid oh, muscle. Oh. She's solid muscle at 5'9". And that's a problem if you're doing a hall brawl. That makes sense. Because everyone, her and Jen went against each other. I was like, because everyone's like, oh, Jen's going to like swap, like sweep the floor with Tori. And I was like, yo, Tori nah. got these thighs on her. Y'all forgetting Tori got these thighs. Nah, Tori, Jen didn't have a chance. When, yeah. When they collided, I was like, damn, Jen, who? Oh, my God. Emmy, on the other hand, Emmy is 5'9", five, 5'10", five, and Emmy is 185, 195. She may even be pushing 200. Emmy and Tori... That would be a fun hall brawl to watch. Guarantee. Tori just looks like she's so tiny. Tori is muscle, though. That's that's the difference between muscle weight and fat weight. Like Tori is solid muscle, and Emmy has Emmy has a good mix of muscle and fat on her body type. 
But if Emmy and Tori get into a hall brawl, Emmy is a bigger girl than Tori. So Emmy and Tori are both big girls. Emmy does not have the mental acuity to do puzzles. Tori, on the other hand, is dangerous because she does have puzzles. I just can't remember this girl's 5'8 or 5'9. No, Tori's 5'8. Five, five. Okay. Ashley. So that's why I have no like fear at all for Ashley because Ashley's like maybe 5'6, but Ashley weighs 115. Guarantee I weigh more than Ashley does. I could take Ashley out in a hall brawl. She's all mouth, no weight behind it. <laughs> I, I could take Ashley in a hall brawl being five foot tall. I would not be fearful at all. I, I would pick her up really and want to do it. You're like, I, I do. I want to get in the challenge so bad, but I know my political game is terrible. I would be trash. Like, could y'all just fly me in when it's my turn to go to an elimination round? I'll see every elimination. I'll send everybody home, but I, I oh can't be in the God. house. I can't be in the house. They'll do a fresh meet maybe here soon. That's what you got. A fresh meet, a fresh meet where we just do eliminations and the eliminations are like hall brawls mixed with puzzles because I got it. I got you, it then. You want to tackle somebody so bad. Girl, you have no idea. I, maybe I need to get into football. I need to go I'll, to arena football. <laughs> I like say you need to join like a, fe- a female league. Like they have them. You need to join one because you have a that or roller derby because roller derby is the same thing, but you're on skates. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting real close to getting that 300 pound squat. And I'm like, man, I, w- I want to hit somebody with this muscle. I want to hit somebody. <laughs> I, I want to be I want to be a derby girl. Like, I'm totally down to be a derby girl. <laughs> I, can, I can see it. I can see it being a little team. My name will be Coco Puffs. I'll be oh, my I'm God. So get out of here. I'm, I'm so, so done with you. <laughs> ever since Whip It, I was like, I want to do roller skating. I want to be on a team. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, Jamila. Well, thank you for this episode of the challenge. I'm looking forward to this next week's episode since you know we get a little bit spicy in here. Uh, you know, I'm so hyped, ready for it. Let's yeah. go! I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. Wednesday's the right around the corner, so yeah, it's gonna come up really quickly. So I'm excited, really excited, super stoked. Can't wait to talk to you next week. All right, thank you. Talk to you next week. <laughs> All right, talk to you later. Bye. Bye.